0: This is Educated and Empowered. Hi guys, Tenille M. Jackson here one more time with another podcast. Today we're going to be talking about what it means to trust the process. What does it mean to trust the process? We hear people say it all the time, but exactly what does that mean? Well, we're gonna jump right into that. Um, but before we do, as I always start out, I encourage you if you are not already doing so, to please follow me on social media whether it be wisdom facebook instagram TikTok, youtube linkedin clubhouse or um who did i miss whichever other one <laughs> be sure to follow me at my name is Tenille. um, and so that way anytime i'm doing anything you'll be able to be notified but again my handle across social media youtube clubhouse twitter linkedin tiktok instagram facebook wisdom you can find me at my name is tenille and so if you have heard the phrase before um trust the process that's what we're going to be talking about today and you guys know by now that i'm a life coach and lit coach Um, and so a lot of times when I do my topics there, a lot of the, the, a lot of the advice that can be given really can't overlap, right? So whether it's my life coaching clients I'm talking to or my lit coaching clients I'm talking to, many of the principles I have found to really be applicable in both arenas, right? There are times where there are phrases that we hear that can go toward either, um, either industry. There are times where it's life experiences that I discuss that can be applicable in both areas. And so this yet is one more to add to it, which is trust the process. How many people have heard people say, trust the process? You know, you can be going through in a situation and you will hear someone say, well, just trust the process. And so that's what we're gonna talk about today, what it means to trust the process. So understand that at the bo- the bottom line to all of it is really just saying trust the fact that life is going to lead you right. Regardless of what it seems like, regardless of what it feels like, sometimes you have to allow yourself to just endure the experience, right? And who really wants to go through that? (laughs) Especially if it's something negative, right? So that's the reason why many times we don't like to trust the process because it does not always look like it's going in the right way, right? as humans we want for things to typically be easy or even if it's not easy we typically like some assurance or reassurance so that if i'm about to go to college um then i want to make sure that i'm picking the right major because maybe maybe i'm not sure what i want to do with my life like there are some people they know exactly what they want to do, you know, and I think we've all kind of encountered those people. Maybe some of you are those people where, you know, from the time you were like seven or 10 years old, you knew, hey, I know what I want to be when I grow up. Right. Um, you know, I know I want to be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever your fill in the blank is. I know what it is. So I know the exact path to it. So I know that I need to, you know, go to school for this many years or I need to be a part of these or organizations or I need to be connected to these type of people and being able to do that is going to lead me to the exact path that I'm trying to go, right? But can I tell you that that is actually not the average person. The average person does not just quote unquote just know what they're supposed to be. They don't just know what they're supposed to do. Um, A lot of times it takes trial and error, right? And so understand that trial and error is part of the process. And so many times, because it's not spelled out for us, um, then we, we don't trust the process because it seems like that what we're doing actually isn't leading us to where we feel that we're supposed to be. We don't trust the process. I remember reading Michelle Obama's book, Becoming. Um, This was a couple years ago. And I I remember reading that book. It might be a few years ago now. And um, in there, she talks about how uh, she She says, why is it that we ask young people, what is it that you want to be when you grow up? As though there's only one definitive answer, like think about it. I don't care how old you are, you know, but if you're at least 21 listening to this podcast, by 21, you've probably changed your mind a couple different times, right? So imagine by 31, 41, 51, 61, 71, how many times you've actually changed your mind for what it is that you want to be right so why is it that we as adults put that pressure on young people as though to to make them feel as though they just should know at 12 and 13 what they want to be when they grow up. I mean, at this age, they haven't even really experienced life. They haven't uh, put any type of uh, work into any area. Like that, their job at 11, 12, 13, they're getting up. And I know that this generation is a little bit different, but when I was like 11 and 12, I'm still watching cartoons, right? Like I'm getting up. My biggest thing was to go to school every day, make sure I did my homework. It's probably a particular teacher I don't care for. It might be a little boy that I call myself Lichen. But again, in my generation, Lichen wasn't sitting, sleeping with at that age, you, you know, you didn't really see, and again, I'm not saying that it's something new because we understand there's nothing new under the sun, but you were not 80, a, 11 to 12 years old, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, seeing a lot of pregnant girls in the classroom, right? Like for us, you know, uh, being being young, all you really were focusing on is what what cartoon was coming out, what, you know, I won't even say video game because there were video games that was out, but I wasn't really into video games. What new jump rope uh, game you were playing. You know, like those were really the, the things that we were focusing on we were not thinking about uh well you know when I grow up I remember when I was 13 I was 13 and I had so I graduated from school a year early so I had um started my my freshman year in high school I was 13 years old but I remember so I might have been a little younger because I think I was in either seventh or eighth grade and I remember being asked the question uh what do I want to do when I grow up or how I see myself now at that age all I see is abstract stuff right like all I see is I would like to be married and I would like to have children and I want to travel the world now keep in mind at this age I hadn't really even left the block I hadn't gone anywhere without my parents permission because again in those days It was something to be said about being able to play outside with your friends. And so that's really what I was doing at 11 and 12 and 13 years old. I was going, you know, we were hanging outside and being able to jump rope. And, you know, that's really, that was our thing, playing with our friends, playing uh, hide and go seek or playing softball or, you know, just frivolous things like that. So the point, the point that I'm making is I wasn't, I, I didn't have any concrete knowledge about what it actually meant to be an adult. But it was just that, so the things that I was um, answering to when, when asked that question was just based off of the limited knowledge that I had. Being able, you know, I, I had, um, my, my parents lived in the same home and even though, you know, it wasn't necessarily the most functional environment. I really didn't even understand how dysfunctional it was until I became an adult, right? But the point that I'm making is in saying that I want to be married at 12 and 13 years old, that wasn't because I had been in deep relationships and because I understood what a relationship meant. No, it was the fact that I saw my parents were married and so I wanted to be married. Uh, I knew that I wanted to have children, not because I had even had sex at that point, but I wanted to have children because my, I had a sibling, you know, so I knew that that was what you did or at least that's what I felt. So. You understand, like, a lot of times when we're asking young people at this age, it's not that they really can give you a great answer because they don't have any true experience to draw from, right? And I think that sometimes even in your 20s and 30s, and I'll even say 40s and possibly 50s, you may find yourself trying to figure out what it is that you want to do, right? A lot of times you know we find ourselves evolving who we were in our 20s if you're in your say 30s 40s and 50s who we were in one era of our lives is no longer who we are at this particular time and so it's like the things that we used to like when we were a particular age now you kind of don't even have the same taste buds the type of places that you once desired to go now you you've kind of gotten tired of those places. And so the point is that it takes being able to live and learn to really understand what the process is, right? So it's like when you're young, you don't really even understand process because of the fact that that you haven't had any experience at the, at the point when you're young, you're really just going by what other people have said that it is. You're going by what you have heard, but it's not really something that you truly know because you have not lived long enough to really even understand what it means. You understand like from your point of view, from your experiences, it's okay. Well, uh, uh the process equals whatever whatever is in your immediate circles right so like uh certain processes when it says trust the process it could be as it pertains to school and so you know you may be tired of school and you're ready to drop out but trusting the process means that despite you know the hard work despite the teachers that you may not like, despite the surroundings that you have to endure, you know, to keep pushing through it and trust that process. Right. But here I am. At, you know, I, I, I have not only received a bachelor's degree, but a master's degree as well. Yet I have lived enough to know that getting a formal education is not really what makes who you are right so there's so much more to um to obtaining knowledge than just what you get from going to a formal classroom right and now having daughters of my own like I don't tell them oh, you're going to go to college or no, you shouldn't go to college. No, but because I've been able to gather the experience, I can tell them what it looks like either way. Well, if you don't go, to college, then what you're going to need to do is blah, blah, blah. And if you do go to college, then this is the way that you're going to need to be able to handle life, right? Um, But again, I've lived long enough, being 42, I've lived long enough where I have seen plenty of people who did not go to college figure out their hustle early on they figure out how to um they they tap into their passion at a young age and in many cases there are certain passions that do not require formal education right I was reading I was reading this quick uh, story, stories like a moral of the story type situation, um, and and it was it was saying something about I'm trying to paraphrase it where there was this guy who lived a really simple life, right? So he sold fish and um and and he didn't make a whole lot but he made enough to be able to maintain his lifestyle for him and his family and so you know and it made and it was a point where he didn't have to work a lot but he made enough to cover whatever bills they had and then in so doing, that meant that he was able to be home, he was able to spend time with his children, he spent time with his, his his wife. Um, All of those things, they were able to be on, you know, just go and play and do whatever, but they didn't have a lot of things materialistically. And so there ends up being this guy who's like this really educated entrepreneur type who encounters him and he sees what it is that he's been able to do through fishing because that's what he does. He's a fisherman. And so he tells him, he's like, oh, I can take what you do and we can you know put this system together and we can do all of this and and make it where now it can become really big and then you can end up uh having like a a, a million people that buy this that the other and so the guy asks him he's like okay well to what end like how long is it gonna take to do all of this like after we finish going through everything you're telling me to do Um, building these systems and getting all of these people in places and investing all of this money. And he said, how long is it going to take to do all of that? And so the guy says... Probably about maybe 20, 25 years to really, if you work really hard to get the good outcome that you're looking for, probably about 20 to 25 years. And so then he says, okay, and so then what is going to happen after I invest those 20 to 25 years? What am I going to do with that? He said, well, now. You you will then be able to retire and you'll be able to spend time with your wife and spend time with your family and, you know, do whatever you want to do. And so he says, why would I go through your system that would take me an additional 25 years to end up being where I already am? So the moral to that story is that money is not always everything for everybody, right? For some people, it is literally just as simple as figuring out what their passion is, and then sticking to that. And so just because you go to college, that doesn't necessarily equal that you're going to be more successful. For some people, that's just a wasted, you know, two, four, eight years that they could have been putting into what they already know that they want to do, right? So is that me saying that I am anti-education? No, I'm probably one of the biggest advocates for education that you will find. However, it is me saying that I understand that all things are not for all people. It is me saying that I understand that Everybody is not meant to be a corporate America worker, just as everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur. And the only way that you really can figure out which is which is if you trust the process. Enjoying my educated and empowered podcast? Then subscribe and show your support. For only $3.99 a month, you'll gain exclusive access to special episodes that I make just for my subscribers. So in addition to the regular content, you'll gain access to extra episodes about writing and relationships, spiritual matters, current events, life coaching tips and techniques. All you have to do is go ahead and subscribe today. $3.99 a month and you'll have exclusive access. Want to know more about trusting the process? Be sure to tune in to part two.